0: Listening to the Tech Weekly podcast. This is episode nine four, March eleventh, two thousand and seven. I'm Peter Krapine. I think I'm back. Um, You may have noticed that, or if you're a listener, you may have noticed that I haven't made an episode in like a long while. Uh, And for some strange reason, two episodes popped up on one day. Uh, I had a bit of a problem with my RSS feed. Uh, they were back a while, and I wasn't making the enclosures. Episodes 1 to 6 worked fine, but episodes 7 and 8 didn't work at all, and they weren't making enclosures. Uh, Feedburner wasn't making enclosures. Uh, but I I kind of stressed over it for like about a day or two, and then it fixed itself, so I was like, eh, why did I stress over that? But anyway, we're back here now today, finally, and you should be uh, hearing this podcast soon. Uh, actually, maybe around March 12th, I'll probably get it out. Uh, but we're back here now, and uh, we got a little tech news to go over. So let's get started with that. Obviously, the major story that everyone's been talking about lately is daylight savings time changing. Uh, if you're listening abroad and you do not know about this, or you just haven't heard about it because you've not been listening to the news lately, the governments of the United States and Canada have decided to make daylight savings time longer by about a month and a half, month or so. Uh, it, it will begin earlier, and it will end later. Now, I had a website up just a few seconds ago, a few brief seconds ago. And let me see if I can get it up. I will tell you exactly when Daylight Savings Time begins, assuming that Firefox will load correctly. Uh, Anyway. Okay, here's Firefox now. And let me put the same. Okay, now, I found this little calendar online that calculates Daylight Savings Time Aha, here it is. uh, Daylight savings time this year will begin on March 11th, that's today, and will end on November 4th. Compared to last year, it began on April 2nd and ended on October 29th. So it's about uh, maybe two months, a month and three quarters of extra sun time and extra daylight savings time. That's that's good, you know. Practical reasons. That's that's good to use less uh, energy in the afternoon, heating your house and lighting up your house. But and it shouldn't really cause that much trouble with people who just have clocks on the wall that you change manually, because all you have to remember to do is change them, and that's it. However, the area where this got the most press time was the fact that technology had not been told of the new switch. Usually, the technology out there automatically adjusts for Daylight Savings Time, but it adjusts at the old date. Uh, if you have a Palm Pilot and you haven't used it in a few years, you go in and it ha- it will have the old Daylight Savings Time uh, settings there. It will be like the first Sunday of April and the last Sunday of October. some Something like that. Yeah, I think it's the first Sunday of April. The old was... The first Sunday of April and the last Sunday of October. That's the old. But the new one is the second Sunday of March and the first Sunday of November. So they changed it by a few weeks. The te- a lot of technology hasn't been updated to reflect these changes. So what Microsoft and what basically every technology manufacturer did is they released patches... If you haven't updated your system yet, you should patch it because it can cause a problem. And we'll talk about what kind of problems it can cause in a a minute. First of all, let's begin with the most commonly used piece of software out there, Microsoft Windows. If you're running Microsoft Windows Vista, you do not need to worry about patching your system. Windows Vista already is updated for the changes. If you're running Windows XP, Service Pack 1, Service Pack 2, or a Windows 2000 Service Pack 4, you should be able to receive a patch, and you should have received the patch in February if you had automatic updates running. If you did not have automatic updates running, you need to go to Microsoft's automatic update website in Internet Explorer only, uh, and you need to download the patch. Now, if you want to go to a shortcut website uh, for the Daylight Savings Time update, you can go to support.microsoft.com DST 2007. That is support.microsoft.com slash DST2007. And you will be able to... uh, There's a little wizard there that you plug in whatever you are, what kind of Windows platform you're running, and it brings you to the appropriate place. Now, if you're also running a Windows-based handheld cell phone or PDA, you will need to go to this website as well. Now, if you are running Macintosh, you need to go to Mac's website and search for Daylight Savings Time, or simply go to Google and search for Daylight Savings Time. I'm not familiar with Mac. I cannot help you there. If you are running Linux, I believe Ubuntu has already been updated for the settings. But the best way to determine whether you need to make any changes in Linux is to go to your distribution's website. They usually have a forum, and search for Daylight Savings Time. Now, Another Windows piece of software, if you're running Outlook, you will need to go to the Office website. Uh, I believe that's office.microsoft.com. Let me check it out. Uh, .microsoft.com And you will need to go to office.microsoft.com. Let it load very slowly. And on the front page of the website, it should have a spread, update, or prepare Outlook for Daylight Savings Time. Click there. If you do not see that, go to to the Products tab on the top. Once that page loads, on the left-hand side, click uh, Outlook. Click Outlook. It was one of those. Now, go down about the bottom of the page, in the middle... You should see Daylight Savings. Click on that. Now, you will see a page. Prepare Outlook Calendar Changes uh, Items for Daylight Saving Time Changes in 2007. It will give you a list of anything affected. It will give you the new symptoms, the new dates. And it will give you a link to play a demo. Now, this demo is a little Macromedia Flash uh, wizard. And you hit Start. And you plug in what you have and what kind of software you have, and it will point you to any kind of update you need. Okay. And it will also guide you through the process of getting Outlook ready for Ose- uh, the new Daily savings time. If you are running Outlook 07, Outlook 07 does not need any patching because it has already been made aware of the changes so if you're running outlook 7 you do not need to make any changes if you are running outlook 03 or before you will need to make some changes and you can uh make that very easily with this wizard it will guide you through the process easily now if you're running an earlier version of windows or you do not want to fiddle around with patches there is an easy way to modify your computer for daylight savings time and that is do it yourself now here's how to change time yourself first of all click on the time in in the bottom right hand of your screen and go and click on the time zone tab you should see a world map and at the bottom you should see a checkbox with the text automatically adjust clock for daylight savings time changes uncheck that box click apply go back to the date and time and make sure the time is correct Now, if you want to know what the correct time is with the Daylight Savings Time, you can search for... You can go to the website time.gov, which is synchronized with the United States Atomic Clock, which is the most accurate clock in the world, I believe. You click on your time zone, and it gives you your exact time in a little JavaScript thing. Now, make sure you set your Windows clock with that time. And then again, in November, make sure you set it back. Remember, spring ahead, fall back. However, if you patched your system, you do not need to worry about uh, adjusting it by hand. Now, if you you may have other devices out there, like cell phones or handhelds or Blackberries or anything else that need updating because... Uh, If they don't synchronize with a network, they're going to need updating because they will throw the appointments off. So if you have a BlackBerry, go to BlackBerry.com, the BlackBerry website. And you will see on the BlackBerry United States page, you have to go through a little kind of... Uh, another wizard there. You have to go to and on the black when once you finally get to the BlackBerry United States page, you will see on the bottom get support for your smartphone and then it will say learn about the daylight savings time changes and you will be able to download a patch for your BlackBerry handheld. If you have a Palm handheld, you will need to download a patch from Palm. Palm has a patch on their website, go to palm.com. Once you navigate to what country you want, you should see, again, on the top right corner, Daylight Savings Time Starts 3.11. Click on that, and you will get a patch. Now, if you're running Windows Mobile, go to that same website I told you about earlier, support.microsoft.com slash dst2007. That's support.microsoft.com slash dst2007. And you'll be able to download a patch right there. So we've successfully updated our Palm Handhelds, our Blackberries, and all sorts of other stuff that we've done. What about cell phones? Do cell phones need to be updated with a time change? The best answer is look and see. You want to know how to do that? Well, there's an easy way to do that. Turn your phone on. If your phone matches the time that you found on that time.gov website, it's fine. It synchronizes with the network. Most phones out there, if you don't have to set the time, it will automatically get the time from the network and you do not need to worry about daylight savings time changes. However, if you have to manually set your time on your phone, go to your carrier's website and they will have information for you and possible links to patches, or go to your your phone's manufacturer's website and they also may have patches for you there. However, most phones do not need to uh to have their time set. So I wouldn't have to I wouldn't worry if I were you about a phone. If you here's a here's a rule. If you have to set the time manually on your phone, you have to upgrade it for daylight savings time. If you don't have to set it, you're fine. Most GSM phones like I know singular sets itself automatically with the network, but best go to your carrier and find out. Now we've tackled phones, we've tackled computers, we've tackled handheld devices, we've tackled all sorts of other stuff. What about those other things that we don't know, that we don't know about, like TiVos, TVs, anything else, Xboxes? Here's here's a rule: If you had to set the time in the beginning, when you first got the device, like it asked you to set the time, you'll probably need to update it. If you didn't need to set the time, like it gets its time off a network or something like that, like an Xbox does or a network TiVo does, you don't have to worry. Most things like TiVos, like VCRs, like DVD players, like TVs, if you're not using them to remember shows or record shows or record the time of shows, you're probably not going to have to worry about updating the time. However, if you're running a TiVo... I never really thought of this. Let me go to TiVo's website now, see if they say anything about the daylight savings time change. If you're running a TiVo, it doesn't really say anything. I believe TiVo is automatically synchronized with the uh, network itself. However, if you have to set the time manually, you will need to change the time on your TiVo uh, to reflect daylight savings time, uh, because all your shows will be an hour off. Or Instead of recording Desperate Housewives, you record, uh, I don't know, Playboy at Night. I don't know. You, you can use your imagination on that one. Anyway, basically the ground rule is, uh, if it if it involves time and it you kind of have to set it, you probably should update it for Daylight Savings Time. Most electronics, they set themselves today, or they update themselves for Daylight Savings Time, or they've had a patch already built in. Uh, you probably won't have to worry about. But if you start noticing that that it's not working right, that appointments are off, that things are not working right the way they should, you and look to see if the time is updated. And if it's not, update the time, and probably everything will go back to the way it was before. And and the trickiest part of this is remembering the new dates as well. So, now that we've finished uh, spending about 15 to 16 minutes talking about Daylight Savings Time, let us talk about the news. This week in the news, the United States Copyright Office has redone the royalty rates for streaming online radio. Uh, the rates will nearly double in uh, in about a year, and uh, a lot of individual bloggers and a lot of radio stations say, this is the end of streaming online radio, because... Um, and here's here's the main problem: you have a royalty rate that a a radio station, an online radio station, has to pay every time it plays a song, but it also has to pay per listener. So this rate is going to double in about a year. And the, and the worst thing of is of it is it's retroactive through two thousand six. So you're going to have to pay the new rates all the way back from January uh, from now on but from now till january of 2006 it's and and here's basically the sentiment online is that it's it's the death of online streaming radio because um i mean what are you going to do i mean these royalty rates are outrageous and believe it or not there has been a uh, a large outcry over this um in fact, several senators hearing this are going to look at the rates and they're going to have to reconsider them because you can't, you know, you cannot have a rate just uh, double within a, within a year. That's just outrageous. Um, but luckily, our Senate and House are looking at the Copyright Office and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's look over this, let's take a look, let's see what you really need to do, and then let's make some rules. Because the Copyright Office is under the United States House and Senate. So let's hope that our Senate and our House and our government comes through for us. So, again, just basically what happens is uh, SoundExchange, or I guess the whoever SoundExchange is, a music association of some sort, Uh, made a decision to that they want to raise the royalty rates. And of course, the Copyright Office agreed with them and adopted their rates. And effectively, it it will raise the rates, uh, basically double, more than double within the next few years, and and it will be retroactive through 2006. Basically, who's going to hurt is any of the low, you know, grassroots streaming media services that we all know and love. And it's it's really getting a lot of press, you know, on the Internet. And uh, even Congress has stepped in, as I mentioned before. They've taken a look at it, and they're going to make a decision whether the rates that they set were good or not. Um, if you want to help the Internet Radio uh, avoid the rate hike, you can go to savenetradio.org. That is savenetradio.org. And you can – they have several actions you can take. You can write to a congressional representative, or you can sign a petition that they have on there. I will sign the petition right now. So I just uh, got finished from signing the petition, which now has 15,464 signatures total, and will be sent to the United States Senate. So if you want to sign that petition, you can go to the website, which is uh, SaveNetRadio.org, and uh, you will have a link to write to your congressman and you can also sign a petition online. In other stories, uh, Verizon has sued Vonage over apparent patent infringement. Now, here's what's going on. Vonage is being sued by Verizon for allegedly violating a patent, Verizon's patent, of hooking up a VoIP system to landlines. Okay. So, basically... Verizon is suing Vonage for their whole business model because that's basically what you do. You buy buy a VoIP connection to hopefully connect to other telephones for cheaper. Now Vonage responded said responded and said we're not going anywhere, you know, Verizon can sue us all they want. Uh we're not going anywhere. Don't worry, not going to lose any service. But uh Verizon responded to that and said, "Well, yeah, Vonage has been doing great. Uh, yeah, but they've been doing great on several of our patents. So, the legal uh, battles go on, uh, and of course, uh, as I have said before, the only people that will make out is the lawyers. However, um, Vonage's stock price did take a hit, uh, down about 13.84%. And of course, they will appeal this decision, and as I said before, and as I say again... The only people who will make out will will be the lawyers. The EU has taken aim at the Apple iTunes Music Store's restrictive DRM, making it only possible for you to play an iTunes song on an iPod or on your computer. The EU is launching an investigation that could possibly result in legal action against Apple uh, for restraint of trade. And finally, the South by Southwest Conference is now going on in Austin, Texas, featuring the best in music, interactive, and other entertainment such as gaming. Uh, If you want to view coverage of South by Southwest, you can go to CNET.com, or CNET TV rather, they have some great coverage there. And you can also go on their website. If you're attending South by Southwest, I hope you're enjoying it right now. And you've been listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast Episode 9 for March 11th, or March 12th, 2007. I've been Peter Krabine, and uh, I hope you've been caught up on Daylight Savings Time and some of the the other tech news. If you want to keep abreast of some other tech news, you can go to one of my favorite sites, CNET.com or Arstechnia.com. And if you want to contact me, you can call me at 1718-475-6353. One seven one eight four seven five six three five three, or you can email me at techweeklypodcast at gmail dot com. That's techweeklypodcast at gmail dot com, and I certainly encourage you to do so. So get on the phone and write up those emails. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast. I hope you have a great week, and we'll hopefully see you next week. I'm Peter Kropf, and this has been the Tech Weekly Podcast, episode nine. Have a great week.